It's Davy, the scapegoat. When you're the best at being the worst. Recently on Davy the scapegoat. If the supply chain bullshit goes far enough to where there's another shortage on toilet paper, I have enough cease and desist here to wipe my ass for a fucking year. Hey, baby. Hi, how are you? Hey, good. Good. Welcome back to Davy the scapegoat. Oh. Thank you for having me back. I, I didn't know. I didn't know I'd be, be invited back. We're doing a daytime one instead of a happy hour one, so maybe things will be a maybe I'll more be a little more time. chill this time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Blair Bear gets a little crazy during happy hours. I, no, I think everybody appreciated your perspective a lot. I know I did. I always do. I appreciate it a lot. But I'm happy that you're back, so we could cheers. Our ice water's sparkling because right. we're celebrating. Cheers. Cheers. We're celebrating our eight-year anniversary and our one-month anniversary of Davi the Scapegoat podcast. Right. Yes. So much to celebrate. Yeah. All right. We're now 12 happy episodes in to, to this wow. business partnership, and we're eight happy years into our marriage our partnership. Our relationship yeah. partnership. <laughs> yeah. Trying to make it all a business. It's not. <laughs> Until it's business time. It's business time. <laughs> On Wednesday nights. This is fun because we have been married for eight years. I've known you for 12. Mm-hmm. It gets better and better, and we keep having more and more adventures. Now starting this business out of the home, you're helping me out so much with everything. Every bit of merch, everything like that is leaving this house is because you're lighting a fire and we, doing it. We both have... <laughs> Our jobs. Yeah, we we we've defined our roles in in the podcast business, and we're, we're figuring we're it both, out. Yeah, we're doing our thing. <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to make content and record and edit all that stuff, and and you're you're the social media person, and I'm the video editor and the um, fan club coordinate manager and merch manager. Yeah, and your booker. Yeah, yeah, you're doing a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to keep up. And you're you're really good at this stuff, and I'm not, but I do appreciate. It's exciting as, for me because it it, it kind of reminds me of. I mean, it makes me feel the way I felt when I was first starting out my band, and that was a really exciting time. And I'd been playing in bands since I was a teenager, but when I was um, back in '09, starting Blair Crimmins and the Hookers, I just had this this like renewed vigor about. A new project and I was gonna make it like a real a real job that created income and I was gonna be a, a career musician and I was just I, that that was exciting and and it's cool to be able to have that experience with you but your band is Blair Crimmins and the hookers mm-hmm. and you know one of your first songs was mean mean man right mm-hmm. yeah one of the first songs you wrote for this brand new project in your mm-hmm. life was mean mean man and it was about Quitting a job. Yeah, it's inspiring. <laughs> and telling. Yeah. Telling. You're right. Uh, I didn't even think your about old boss that. to shove it. I and quit it's... my day job and wrote a song about it, and it became my new job. It's, it's one a, of everybody's yeah. favorites. I mean, it's just it's just such an awesome song. I put out like a little questionnaire because mm-hmm. I was like, we're celebrating our one month podcasting and our eight year anniversary. What do you guys want to know? Because we're cracking the mic tomorrow. I thought we could answer some of the questions and have some fun with it. And I haven't really looked over these, so I'm excited to see what people came up with. And we'll try to answer them on the fly. 
Last time we were on the mic together, you were like, I want to fight more. You're a bitch. Oh, Remember? yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe some of these questions will be trying to do that for us. <laughs> maybe we'll start fighting. Q&A with the criminzizzes right. for the little Kremlins All right. in our lives. Top questions they want to ask us. the hard-hitting questions. So one many, many people asked is, how did you guys meet? Ah. And I thought, I don't know, maybe you could you start it off. You take that one? Yeah. All right. So back in what year? <laughs> help, I Way need help already. back in 2010. I, 10, 10. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Grand I, old age. I was playing music with my band, Blair Crimson Hookers, which is only about, was about a year, a year old at that point, but was kind of, uh, was catching on in town. And we had a residency in a local venue here in Atlanta called the Star Bar. We were playing every Wednesday. And I had the idea to have each night have a different theme with um, different kind of guest performers. So we had uh, one night was a puppetry night. And so we're playing music and there's crazy puppets and stuff going on and puppet shows. We had a uh, circus night where we brought in all these performers on stilts and juggling and all that kind of stuff and sword swallowing. Every night was different. I wanted to have a burlesque night and I just so happened to know about this other all-girl group in town called the Pelvis Breastleys. <laughs> and they were an all-girl Elvis tribute band. And I knew the guitar player in that group. And one night after one of my shows, I went and I tried to catch that. I tried to catch the Pelvis Breastleys at a different venue. And I was late, but I got to talk with my friend, Sean Williams there, who was in the band. And she was telling me her group had a gig playing with... Uh, king size, big Mike, big Mike, yeah, and the king size Mike orchestra, Geyer and the king size orchestra, who was also a dude that that's very involved with burlesque. They had a, a burlesque troupe that him and his wife ran called Dames of Flame. Mm-hmm. I, I was really interested in, in um, you know, how the pelvis Bresley's big Mike collaboration connection happened, and she said, "Well, our what is it called? Shuffleboard." Washboard, ukulele, harmonica player. Our washboard (laughs) player over there is in the Dames of Flame. She's a kind of a burlesque girl, and she and and she pointed at this cute little chick (laughs) dressed up in a jailhouse rock outfit with the with the prison stripes on, (laughs) and a a washboard with a kazoo on the side of it. With my big gold Elvis glasses. With your big gold Elvis. No, you had had them off. You had them off because I could see your eyes. I only wore them on stage as like a protection. No, I remember your eyes very very well. It was striking from across the room (laughs) seeing your big old eyeballs. Big with. With your giant fake eyelashes that you had yeah. on there. It's you... like when Steve Irwin would be running up on one of those little lemur things in an Australian bush <laughs> at night. Yeah. So they put like the night vision camera and the light on it that's, and it's like, wang. That's and what I saw. big eyes and mm-hmm. big people's. That's, that's what you saw across the bar, the Highland Ballroom. It was a flashlight on a lemur in the, dark. In the, in the, in the bush. <laughs> and I said, that... That cute chick over there, is that that who's, I said, so that's who's involved with Dames of Flame because I'm looking for burlesque dancers for my show. And I took note of that. I didn't make a big deal of it at the time, but the very next morning I said, I I wrote Sean Williams, the girl in the band, I wrote her and and said, what's the number of that that girl uh, that does the burlesque stuff? I want to talk to her. And I got my email, right? I got your email, I think. Yeah. And by that time I had already... uh, 
checked you out on Facebook, you know, because you we had a mutual friend with with Sean, and I flipped through all your pictures, and I was like, oh, I I gotta. But I, nobody introduced us. Like you to, just you saw me. I have to so. get to know this girl, and I am going to book her for my show. Yeah. And and if nothing else, we'll at least I'll, I'll get to introduce myself and and get to know her yeah. and meet up with her. Which and I didn't know. I just no. I didn't of course know you that. didn't know. You were totally oblivious. I was. Yeah. Big dumb dumb. <laughs> I did not know you were flirting with me. Well, um, <laughs> so when I called you, I called you up or contacted you. You it turns out you didn't have your own burlesque show, and, but you know, and the Dames of Flame were a little out of our out of our price range for the tiny venue that we were doing, and you were like, I've always wanted to start my own my own burlesque troupe yeah and so there well they are dames of flame is a very classy vegas showgirl like every costume mm-hmm. is everything about them is perfection oh, world class and were, i was used in selling the merchandise and curtain girl and like little joke things right. i would always like flank the comedian and add to jokes because i am uh a, i was i'm i'm a goofy looking person <laughs> But still cute at times. Yeah. So uh, they used me for like a lot of jokes, and it was my favorite. And a curtain girl. Because I, I, I wanted, that's what I wanted, mm-hmm. is to be like that kind of vaudeville uh fill in time, like yeah. doing goofy stuff, adding to. Uh, there, there was just a lot of stuff where I would like uh, shoot a fake gun and then throw feathers over top the curtain and then walk out with the gun like a chicken's right. ready, you know, <laughs> and then like the servers would bring out buckets of chicken for every VIP table. Oh my God. And it was so fun. Um, Morgan and I sang this song about got big boobs and I got small ones. Right, I remember, yeah. And I brought some of what I have, which is being the misfit toys mm-hmm. of the burlesque world to them. And I just felt like what you were looking for was more vaudeville comedy. Right. So I was like, some of us girls are big freaking goofballs and we would love to do like a branch off. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to get booked at fancy gigs. Uh, that that band's Christmas party, that huge business is not going to hire us for the Christmas party, but we could do some dive bar burlesque yeah. in um, walk around in giant tit outfits. Like, <laughs> like literally, I'm a boob. Right. There was one outfit that was just, just one giant boob. boob. Yeah. yeah, and we just walked together. <laughs> yeah. You know, we gotta stay together. Oh, it was great. Um, it and was a great so, act. Like the goofy stuff like that. I wanted to do more of mm-hmm. that. I needed something to motivate me. So right. somebody sent me an email and I said, You know what? I'm gonna write Emily and see if she's feeling ballsy enough to like help me with this mm-hmm. because it's what I need is her creative brain and organization because mm-hmm. I have a creative brain but no organization <laughs> so it's I just need somebody to be nearby and catch things and we just did that so well together and then involving other people like like three or four Sarah other Blackman girls, yeah. Morgan yeah like everybody was there for the inception of this idea and it really was like you said i need this in two months and i said yeah i got it and then i was like oh i don't got it but i'll (laughs) figure it out um and it was really fun and then the the name was born because i'm blair crimmins the hookers we decided to name the troop davina and the harlots Mm -hmm. and so it was hookers and harlots yeah and And i was still in the pelvis mm brussels the all elvis tribute band and uh and still in the Dames of Flame, yeah. you know, get, doing gigs with them. But then we had the Harlots. We started working on this show. It was the last show of the residency. I wanted it to be the last one. So it was the end of September. And we started 
we met each other, I think, in the beginning of the month. Yeah. And kept in touch for the next four weeks with ideas and correspondence. And by the time that show came around, we were officially dating. Yeah. 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 Four, four weeks later. And I was like. You did a whole thing. And I was like, <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> Which you played it so cool because there was a point when I was trying to feel you out because I had just got out of a relationship mm-hmm. and got him to come get the rest of his stuff and get out. And he was not living with me anymore. And then you and I were planning this show and I was falling for you quickly. And I remember I remember, I think you had butt dialed me or something. So you popped up on my phone when I was out with someone. And then I think like a car drove by, like playing your music. And I was like, shut the fuck up. And then I got (laughs) home and I sat down and I was like, I'll just open this creative loafing and do some reading. And I open it and it's a big picture of you. And I was like, fuck off. (laughs) Like, What is happening? And it was, it was so crazy, but I had just got out of that relationship. I told all my closest friends, they're like, he's going to hurt you. Like he's probably a player, he's a musician, he's gonna hurt you. And I was like, I'm ready. Somebody hurt me. Like, please, I just wanna feel something. Like it's been, it's been so long. Like, please somebody hurt me. I, I am me actively alive. like fine with that. And they were like, All right, if you know what you're doing. I was like, No, I don't know what I'm doing. This know. is great. Like literally nothing is certain. Uh there is no board. This is so exciting. And to get back to, I was like falling for you really hard, but I was trying to test the waters and mm-hmm. I remember saying something and you're like well, you just got out of a relationship, so I don't want you to uh-huh. uh, jump right back into a really serious relationship if you're not ready for it. I thought maybe, maybe you'll resent me later because you didn't get to play the field before you got into a, the next big relationship. And I and I sat there and I and I said, okay, I I gave her that. I gave her that out. And I thought and it I was you hold... being a player and be like, I don't want to hold you down, babe. You just have so much potential to slut it up, you know? I, really, <laughs> and like, I mean, <laughs> you do, but I just thought I really, really like her and I want I want to be in a, in, a, in, a, in a relationship with her and I don't want her to feel like she missed out on you know, playing uh, on having having fun and dating. You know, if it's if it's something that you never got to do, because I, I, you know, I got to do that. I guess. I mean, I wasn't the player that your friends were trying to convince you of. Well, but, you know, whatever. I mean, I did go to a couple of your shows, and there were girls there that were like cornering me in the bathroom and shit. So uh-huh. it was it was um, well, that's, that's probably because happens. I think my friends were like, yeah, they're like talking or something and so the because i'm like how would they have even known like we weren't being cuddly or anything i was eyeballing the hell out of you yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was a, there was a weird yeah and you were singing songs on mm-hmm. stage and i was like hey this guy's great i see why my friends like his music so much and you were like making a lot of eye contact yeah. and then i remember one of those girls like standing in front of me uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, to like get in to block so, the view, yeah. right? So my friends were like, "Oh dear, there's some girls that feel they have an understanding with him. So maybe watch your heart." And I'm like, "Fuck my heart, <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. I want to feel things." So I was in a weird place, and I appreciate now you saying that, but then it really hurt my feelings. Yeah, because I was I was trying to allude to the fact 
it's weird, but I don't want to slut it up. You wanted to be exclusive. You wanted to yeah, be exclusive. But I was being crafty about how I said it to not freak you out. And then you're like, I don't know. I think you need to, I think you need to go out there and date around. And you know, and like you know, I'll, I'll be here from here or whatever. I and I was thinking, like, he's playing it so. I was thinking cool. so far ahead. I was like, even even after eight years of marriage, I'll still be able to bring up that time <laughs> that I, I told you. her that I told her go out and have some fun. Now's your chance. <laughs> <laughs> there will never be another chance. No, it's over. It's over. You can never ask it. And that's closed. Not, yeah, I remember that conversation um, <laughs> pretty early on, and it went home. Told my roommate, and was just like, I don't know what the fuck, you know. And uh, and now, I see what you're doing. Uh-huh. You were like, I'm gonna marry this person, so yeah. I need to go ahead and oh make God, sure she's make sure she's got get it, that, that shit out of your system yeah. now. <laughs> that's gonna be a thing. You better. <laughs> Better be gone. She'll be back. Because I'm serious. She'll, She'll be, be back. back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember then what happened. Did I like come over to your house again or you came over to mine? I'm like, hey, fuck I that shit. I don't know. I, I, I don't yeah. remember how we became boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I was just like. We're like none of that. None of that's necessary. <laughs> so that's how we met. Let's do another question. Okay. Yeah. 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 That was a good one. Okay. Do you want to ask the next one? Sure. Okay. You can scroll up. I went to the first and we're picking kind of at random. Adrian De Silva, what are your favorite colors? <laughs> I'm green and she's orange. Hell yeah. All right. Good one. Go. Speaking up. Um, what is your number one favorite thing that you love about each other? Susan uh, Bisland is asking. Number one number favorite, one favorite thing? thing that Physically you or in your brain? You want to do one of each? Uh-huh. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. What do I like about your brain, how your brain works, how you... You're very genuine with people. I've always thought that that was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Just very authentic reactions with each person, and you remember people really well, and I've always been really impressed because I'm so awkward. <laughs> and I, so I've just are, always thought that it was like, look, at he's such freaking, he's such a cool guy. I mean, I think, yeah, I think I'm awkward. I still am going to ask dork-ass questions mm-hmm. to keep the conversation moving because I am like, ooh, anxiety and silence. But you are just very cool and charismatic okay. with people. And I've always really liked that about how calm and cool you keep it in all situations. That's very sweet of you to say. You've also seen me lose it on a couple people, but, you know, that's rare, I guess. Well, okay, so like, like on a bar stool, like. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. that Once on to... uh, Auburn Avenue, you know, but this like it's just... not a big deal. It, it happens to everybody. But my favorite thing physically, I mean, <laughs> yo dick, but like I can't. That could be you, it. It could be it. That's yeah. Fine. Well, I think I, I want to say something <laughs> that everyone can enjoy. No. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't. I like your hands. All right. I've always liked your hands. You don't want everybody to enjoy my hands either. You got either. sexy hands. You want people to like, no, I like cr- creep on my hands. When they're when you're playing music, look at what your hands are doing. All right. That's cool. All right. Look at that guy go. Appreciate it. We should all appreciate that. Appreciate the hands. <laughs> I I mean, physically, <laughs> your eyes were the first thing to to strike me of your beauty. And that remains just a a, a totally um they still suck me in, you know? <laughs> it's like a tractor beam. <laughs> um, the As far as my favorite thing of your personality is your 
your constant search for laughter. Mm-hmm. You know, you're always trying to find the next thing that that is um, gonna amuse you, and and when you when you laugh, you just like laugh with your whole being. Oh, and it's something I never get tired of watching. Oh, baby, yeah. Next question. I like I like your laugh too. That's a good one. I want to steal yours. <laughs> Too late. You like my dick. <laughs> All right. Oh, this one. I hope we don't fight about this because I'm very passionate. Is right. a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, Hope Victoria Hayward. She's trying to make us fight. Hope. <laughs> what is? Why would you do this? A hot dog is not a sandwich. A hot dog is a hot dog, and. Here's news for you. You don't have to put a hot dog on a bun. In fact, sausages were not invented to be put on buns. Mm-hmm. You just eat them out of your hand. Yeah. So we just added bread because we love carbs. Yeah. Um, like try the Germans are a, just like wiener schnitzel. You can't do that with a burger. Nope. You can't do that with a Reuben. You can't eat a Reuben out of your hand. You could eat a hot dog right out of your hand. So no, it's not a sandwich. All right, high five. We agree. Thank you. See, I, I was like, we're not going to... I do not. And I thought you were going to be one of those people that it's like, it's meat between bread. Well, like, they like to look up the definition. Just put it between bread. That doesn't change what it's it is. It's still a hot dog. No, it's a hot dog. What's an insult you've received that you're proud of? This is from William Birkenkamp. An insult I've received that I'm proud of. I don't know. I get called Lyle Lovett sometimes. And it's not necessarily. A I don't think they mean it as an insult. Compliment. They're like, Ooh, look, Lyle Lovett looking guy over there. And I'm like, that's fine. Okay, then if Lyle they say Lovett it like that, if yeah. they're being dicks about yeah, it. Kinda, kinda dicks. I'm like, there's some people that would put Lyle Lovett in. I mean, he was married to Julia Roberts, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep. He had a, he had it's a day. It's just the hair. It's just the hair. He had a heyday. Had, it was then. I, maybe he's still having a heyday. I don't know. Maybe that's that, that's not a good example. What do you have? I, I can't. In an insult. I'm going to buy some time because I know I can think of something better. I know. This one's hard. So an insult that I am proud of. I think there is such thing as like toxic positivity. <laughs> and it's the it's in it, that and that's not fair. You know, when uh, I'm not saying that this person does this, but if you're using like Will Smith as an example and all of his quotes and everything is really resilient and strong and brave and powerful mm-hmm. And then he has an off like moment on stage right. where he slaps somebody. It's like all that Buddhist Zen like mentality is kind of out the window because you fashioned yourself as this person. Yeah. Stuff. Same with Katy Perry is she was all sunshine and rainbows and then she, you know, is going through a divorce and wants to be depressed and everybody's like no, you're sunshine and rainbows. You're not allowed to have a bad day. So I think something that is, I have got a lot for being realistic Uh is people going, she's just so negative. Mm. She's so negative. She's annoying. And I know now, the more and more I read about ADHD and, and things of that nature, I'm like, that's how the people around you describe you when they want to influence everybody's opinion about Uh you. I have always felt like what people would deem as negativity isn't. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's just real world examples, but they want to paint every single thing I'm saying as slightly negative because it's not toxic positivity, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. And I do think that everybody needs that realism in their friendships and their family. And I mean, the the word 
sassy comes to mind. You know, <laughs> I'm sassy. like you're, you could be a little bit prickly, but you're still you're still cute and See, you're, you're saucy. Not, you're I like saucy, saucy because whatever. it's like saucy yeah. is sometimes it's a little tart, sometimes it's a little spicy, right. and all times it's a mess. You're like every time you not. make a sauce, there's a there's a mess on the, on the stove. <laughs> is there not? So True. I am pretty messy. But you are not like a giant downer of a person. No. You just have a dark sense of humor, and it's funny. That's, and some people thank you. And some people will paint you as negative, and that just means that they don't get it. They don't get know? it, and it, that's fine. But they also and, they don't they don't like that other people do. Yeah. Like it bothers them, so they yeah. have to say. Instead of saying she's quirky or whatever is the new age way to say this person is peculiar and annoying to me, Mm -hmm. they just straight up say you're negative and annoying. And I'm like, interesting. If we're looking at like the physical attributes of growing up, I got made fun of for the way I looked a lot, but Mm -hmm. also I just got told I was annoying and boring Mm -hmm. and things like that. And I'm, I'm like... Negative was a new one as an adult, <laughs> and it, it was it was something about everybody thought it was funny, thought I was so knowledgeable. How do you know all of this stuff about, like, you shouldn't know all of these bands from You're these weird. years, blah, blah, yeah. blah, and I was weird, and then, like, I turned 30, and all of a sudden, it was like, listen to Grandma over here yeah. talking about music from the 70s, <laughs> sure. and I'm like... You graduated in the seventies, you right. motherfucker! Like you're, I'm so much. I'm the youngest one here. Why is everybody making me feel like that for right. being, uh, uh, having so much knowledge and just exploding with it all the I'm, time? I'm with you on on that. I think that if anybody were to say anything insulting that really meant that I was unique or you know strange or you know not mainstream, I would take that as a compliment. I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want to be the guy that that blends in with everything that. Um, I think that's that's what I needed yeah. to assess. I'm yeah. like the things the things I like, that I think that are, means that you are your own person and you're a unique individual. Yeah, and that's 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 and a even big if compliment. if if some of those things are like people will go, she's a lot. You know, mm-hmm. they'll refer to you as a lot just because yes. they're like, I don't know how to describe what exactly is bothering me about you. It might be just that not everyone is bothered by you, and mm-hmm. and I am for some weird reason I can't put my finger on. So they'll just paint you as one thing, and I'm like. And that's just you have a misunderstanding about how my brain works. And, yeah, sometimes I'm a lot and I change subjects like in the middle of a sentence and all of that. But honestly, (laughs) I think it's also a superpower. So I guess that would be it is all those people that are calling me any of these sad words, Mm -hmm. these negative words for what's going on. And my personality, I'm like, that's actually a superpower. Like I'm I'm going to be way I'm going to adapt way better to curveballs in life than you are. Because the toxic positivity will wear out. You can't do that forever. Mm-hmm. It's not no human is meant. You're gonna explode. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you just spend all your all your time in public trying to paint yourself as this infallible being, then you know it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long fall. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Off that high horse. Okay. Brooke Jenkins Jones, what song did you pick for your first dance at your wedding? Cheers to eight years. You know what's amazing about this question is I just listened to that song last night. Aw. Yeah, on I the way home. I haven't heard it in a long time. It, it's Fat Swallers, My Very Good Friend, The Milkman. And <laughs> I was on, on my way back. I shit you not, Davi. I was on my way back from the gig last night. We were driving back from Augusta, and um, Luke, my sax player, was putting on Fat Swaller, and he was telling me. I didn't know he was a Fat Swaller fan, and I was like, you know, my first our first dance at my wedding was a Fats Waller song. He's like, what song? And he put it on. I listened to it last night at like 11.30 before I came home. That's so weird. Hadn't, heard, right. it, hadn't heard it in, in a year or so. Well, there yeah. you go, Brooke. It's There's Fats Waller. We did a goofy little dance. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and this, oh, how strange are we? The song is so weird, <laughs> but it's really sweet. Yeah, it was. You played it for me the first time right after you proposed. You were like, "Okay, so this is gonna be our first Here's dance song." Good... And I was like, "This motherfucker's already playing in the wood." So I was like, <laughs> "Wait, what?" And I'd never heard it before. You said, "I just, I always knew I wanted to play this for my future wife because that was always a really." sweet song that yeah. you thought about like i can't wait until i meet this person that i feel like this about um you paint me as such romantic well it you you, you did those things uh-huh. i thought it was really sweet yeah yeah right. yeah you said i love you first i did i know that yeah, yeah. yep <laughs> anything, and i said anything else? i said Ooh. <laughs> 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 you said well what'd you say I said, damn it, girl, I gave you an out. <laughs> I gave you an out. What? You just acted like you were ready. No. It was all over. It was all. It was all. Would you want to do another one? Sure. My turn. Every couple fights, fusses, and quite often they are over the silliest things. What was the biggest silly fight you had about? Biggest silly fight. <laughs> I just feel, I'm like, every fight is silly if you think about it. Didn't we get every a, single fight we've ever had is just absolutely silly. Didn't I get in a fight? We got in a fight about yoga pants being pants, and this was during the lockdown in 2020. And I remember, I remember, um, I was just like, just I mean, they're not they're not pants, dog. And you're like, yeah, they are. And I'm like, no, they they're not. They're tights, and and it got like a little bit. I think we both got like more frustrated than we were supposed to be, and then and you said, "Why are we fighting?" And I was like, "Cause I'm so fucking bored." <laughs> I'm so fucking bored. <laughs> We've been in this house for bored. months, like peak COVID time, yeah. and and we real. I think we had to laugh it off. We realized how stupid it was. You were just looking for some shit. You like, were just I, looking for shit all I the needed, time. I needed my I, blood to move a every, little bit. Every every fight we have is. Silly, but I'm trying to think of the biggest one, and I'm like, all I can think of is the most recent one, which was the like, most recent fight. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, like, we were at Astoria last week for Dedrick's birthday, uh-huh. and he was hosting the comedy night, yeah. and he's like, "Do you want to do some time?" And I was like, "Okay, yes." And we went out onto the patio so I could collect my thoughts and be like, "What jokes am I going to do?" And I set my drink down and walked away. Uh-huh. To like meet someone like I set my drink down and was like oh hey you're so-and-so nice to meet you whatever and then um and then after like a, a minute or two I was like wait where's my drink and I went to mm-hmm. grab it and this some guy had sauntered up to it mm-hmm. and then yeah. like and he was kind of huddled over it and it was like at his waist he, uh, he made level. a weird move over there he, at the he, table where you it was a was. quick weird move and then and when we I saw snuck him up there, behind he act, him he acted surprised like we caught him or something so I snuck up and grabbed my drink I was like excuse me like mm-hmm. I I didn't know you were using this table whatever I said and I took my drink and he's like okay sorry yeah. like as I took it away and as I was walking away I was looking at it to see if anything was dissolving in it yeah and that you know and the, I gotta be honest there are two Dobbies in my head at all times like there's the one that's like check to see if something was put in your drink and mm-hmm. then there's other one that's like free drugs so like, <laughs> and like so my eyes are scoping for it and then i i think the free drugs one took over <laughs> and was like those aren't the drugs you want those aren't the ones you want i know but Nobody i enjoys that but drug. i remember physically like like shrugging and then mm-hmm. you were like hey and you kind of grabbed it out of my that. hand you said i'm taking this i'm gonna get you a new one and yeah. i was like 
we don't have jobs to be doing all that. Like, no, I was going to slurp on this all night. And if he wants to put that shit in there, then I'll just slurp it slower. And I'll fucking, I'll go on stage, do my thing. And I'll knock it out right before we leave. Nah. And you can drive me home for that shit. Hits. This is I don't why you care. need me yeah, there It, it was a shows. brand new vodka soda. It was full to the top. Man, I didn't at, want to throw it out. We're at a dive bar. The drinks were cheap. It's. I guess so. But anyways, our argument was <laughs> that he said, yeah, you go, I'm going to get you a new one. We're throwing that out. And I said, don't worry about it. And you go, I saw you think about it. Yeah. And you I, need to trust that instinct. I and I him. said, and then the other voice in my head that is like, free drugs. I was like, shh, you're irresponsible. And it said back, bitch, you're too old to get roofied. <laughs> you're over the roofie hill. You're done, and I and I thought, Nobody's trying and then to drug and then I physically was like, mm, like shrugged on the outside and went to sip, and you took it and you said no, and I said Blair, I'm over the roofy hill, and you were like, that's not There's fucking no true, hill. and we started arguing, and you got me a new so drink, a so silly, you won that argument. That okay. was a silly argument because you were right. You were right. Mm-hmm. I'm not over the roofy hill. We should all be aware of our surroundings. You're still cute, and keep baby. your head on I'm a swivel. I have one that I want to, I want to ask now. Because I have an answer for it immediately. Serious question for each of you. What quirk, habit, or aspect of your partner that you know they are self-conscious about, but you absolutely love? Um, so Davi has a really great way of inventing words. And I call them Daviisms. And I know that I, when I bring it up, you get a little bit embarrassed. But I wrote an po- entire poem about I wrote a poem for you based on your your ability to if you see an object that you don't know the name of you you just make one up <laughs> and you run you run with it well, and we've had and I've written them all down I have a list in my phone it's usually a solid descriptor for what the thing is you know Absolutely. it's just so yeah. I mean and I think one of the first ones I remember was yeah, we were shopping for new furniture or something like that, and we were getting a, a lamp. And instead of a lampshade, you're like, "We need it needs a hat. We need to, have to get a, one of the, a lamp hat." And I said, "Did you just call a lampshade a lamp hat?" And you know I, what thought, I, meant. I thought it was so cute. <laughs> you know what and I mean? And I laughed so hard. And, Where are the and, lamp hats? And it just makes me <laughs> it makes me my my soul smile when I think of you saying a lamp hat. Well, and then, I got I mean, insecure about it because someone I think you were telling this story in such a in an equally endearing way at a party, and someone was like, "But aren't you in radio? So sh- shouldn't, shouldn't you, you be like better at talking?" talking. <laughs> I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking should. <laughs> well, I think it's a great way to talk. I think it's hilarious. And since then, we've figured out that a ramekin is called a doodad. That, they are doodads. That, that pecan shells is called nut garbage. And, um, um, well, because this chipmunk kept leaving nut garbage on our porch. <laughs> right. And gravy is meat drink. And <laughs> I couldn't think of the word right I away. I, I could pull up. A uh, half dozen. Wasabi is hot thoughts. Hot thoughts. Hot thoughts. Mm-hmm. Not like sexy ones, but they're like it's. It's a different kind of burn. Well, yeah. You were you were saying that it burns your mouth differently than like a jalapeno. It's just it's like hot thoughts in your mouth. No, because because a jalapeno attacks your tongue, whereas yeah. wasabi gets, gets the up. roof of the mouth, your sinuses, mm-hmm. and into your brain. Yeah. Your medulla oblongata uh, makes you act crazy. It's hot thoughts. I know it makes you kind of uncomfortable when I tell people about that, but it is one of my favorite things. I'm trying to think of a quirk. I love it. That, or something I can't, what are you insecure about that I love? I, I, I constantly say that I don't have an ass. 
and you I say do. That, I love your butt. And you think I love your butt. butt. You have you have a cute. It's it, sometimes it's funny. It's all, no all the time cute. There's and, no butt. And you were like, I have no ass. <laughs> Every girl has told me and been honest that I have no ass. And now you're here saying you love my, my butt. Family I'm like, has I do. Told me, I do. Yeah, everybody. You say they're all being honest with you. I'm just saying. I think butt liking is subjective. It's yeah. just like comedy. Like I'm gonna enjoy. Thank you. I'm gonna get enjoyment Thank out of a butt you. that may, they might not enjoy. I'm not terribly self-conscious about it. I mean, it doesn't bother me, but I'm just aware. I mean, I'm here sitting on it right now, and I can tell you, it, there's, there's no cushion. There's no cushion. You got the comfy yeah. seat too. <laughs> Rosanna Vernetta. Mm-hmm. What's up, Rosanna? Rosanna Vernetta. Vernetta. Ooh, that's know. fun. She says, "Happy anniversary." Random question: Is Blair a ginger? Fellow gingers want to know. <laughs> hmm. I don't. Technically. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's in there. It's in there. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't consider myself a redhead, but some people look at me and and they, 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 they say you're strawberry blonde. Or your whatever. hair is blonde, blonde strawberry blonde, but your beard, you got a lot of red in your beard when I your mustache. When I cut my facial hair and it and it you know spreads out on the on the white countertop, I see red, blonde, and dark brown. So I'm I'm calico. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My turn. Okay. Here's a good one from Tammy uh, Rosetter. Um, it's if you guys had to go into the witness protection program, what would be your choice personas? Persona, like I get to be a whole. You got to change your whole persona, like be in character. <laughs> where where we're gonna, where are we gonna move? Where we're we gonna live? What kind of lifestyle are we gonna have? Do we get to change accents? Um, should should I be the lizard lawyer a hundred twenty four seven? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not all the time. Not all the time. Okay, you are him just enough. Um, yeah. Oh my God, this is this hard. is not okay. a witness. Can per- I be Russian? Russian? Be, sure. Nah, they got a bad rap again. They're not doing. It. I don't. They're not doing. They're not sending their best. I don't want to be that. That would definitely not get well, garner I mean, me less attention. You're, Pol- like, you're Polish, so why? Don't you, I mean, that's close enough. Eastern European. I know, but if I we move, if we most go Polish self, we go move to Seattle. I don't know. That seems like a solid city for witness protection program people. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think I would. Yeah, let's go to Seattle, and we'll be. I'm gonna be an animal transporter. Okay. <laughs> on TikTok. All right. Good you vibes. think it's good to be on TikTok if you're in the witness protection program? Oh, yeah, program? that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I don't know who I am. <laughs> what am I going to be? Okay, I won't be on TikTok. <laughs> I just want to drive little fennec foxes around to people that want to. You want to be an animal them. transporter. I want to be an animal transporter. I'm going to name, I'm going to change my name to Giacomo. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> No blessings for Giacomo. <laughs> Giacomo Casanova. Sorry. And I'm going to be an exotic art dealer. Ooh. Yeah. Wait. See, everything I want to do. It's exotic art in the right, the, the right term. Not necessarily like pornographic, but just like I want to, I want to, um, Almost like antiques, you know, like, uh. Okay, exotic animals are like the ones that are less legal, <laughs> you know, all, all the ones that you need special yeah. paperwork for so i'm like what is exotic art i want to be I, I'm, it's kind of turning into more like an indiana jones fantasy like i, I want to <laughs> i want to just like deal in priceless works of art and collect you know 
or, or antiquities and buy and travel around the world and, and, and buy stuff and then resell it. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. Antique. Yeah. I yeah. see that for you. I could just help you with that. Art, furniture, to... sculpture. Yeah. Okay. I'll just be a part of your persona. I don't really need to have my own persona. <laughs> I want to be required to wear um, a white suit, a white linen suit, and a straw hat on many occasions. Yeah. You know, when I'm when I'm visiting Morocco. Oh, this one's fun. Keith Anderson. Do y'all have any fake words or dialects that oh. are unique to only y'all? God, we already, yeah. So you did, you, you hit this up with the hot thoughts, but when I saw... Yeah, now that I saw dialects, I mean, you do that with Lizard Lawyer, but also sometimes we just attach to a phrase and then we say it so much that it gets funnier and funnier when it is the dumbest shit ever. Yeah. And I don't remember what we were talking about, but we were talking about a salamander. And uh-huh. yeah. we were talking about different types of like I amphibians was... and reptiles. And I was like, the salamander knew it. And you're like, the salamander newt. And we yeah. were like, the salamander newt. Yeah. And then, so we were saying, like, the salamander knew it, but it turned into salamander newt. Yep. And we were like, we're dumb as fuck. <laughs> so that was <laughs> so dumb. Uh, there's another alarm in here that says, Dorkter Crimmins M. Dweeb. Dorkter Crimmins M. Dweeb. I remember you complaining yeah. about something, and I said, you need to take this. Like, uh, you need to take this medication or something. I was like, that'll help with that. You call it, yeah, I was like, I know what I'm talking about. Just take this medicine. I think it's, it was, I was like, Midol is the most heavy strength pain reliever you can take. So just take the Midol for your headache. And you uh-huh. were like, no. And I was like, I know what I'm talking about. Just take it. And you're like, you said, you're not oh. a doctor. You said you're Dr. Crimmins and Dwee. You're Dr. Crimmins yeah. and Dwee. Another Dwee. one is melatonin. We call melatonin. Them you would always ask me for a melatonin. Can I have him some, have me- like just a cute way of saying mellow melatonin? And I was like, yeah, melatonin's right here. You want one of <laughs> you want one of mellow melatonin's melatonin's? We we made like a yeah. whole skit where it's like, welcome mm-hmm. to melatonin's yeah. mellow cannolis. Right. Mel- <laughs> we also got raviolis. Melatonin's cannolis. They make you mellow like melatonin. Mm-hmm. I'm melatonin. <laughs> we did the whole thing. We realized this is dumb as fuck. This is like when Saturday Night Live makes the skit go on way too long but for some reason we always get a kick out of it so i don't know i wanted to share those with with you guys because i forgot about melatonies and dark dorkter dorkter davi dorkter davi m dweeb just such a good thank you for asking uh that question that was a good one keith Keith. solid thanks keith Crystal Matthews wants to ask, do you naturally meet each other's needs or was there a rough patch where you learned what each other needed emotionally? Hmm. People's emotional needs change, you know, from time to time, from year to year, maybe even from day to day. I mean, (laughs) I think there's certainly personality traits and needs that remain constant, but, you know, there's just... some people might need more physical affection. Some people might need more humor or whatever, um, just as the way, because of the way they are. But I do think, you know, you have to be expected to adapt to to changes in each other. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't think of a of necessarily one real rough patch um, where we figured stuff out and then thought, oh yeah, it's fixed now. I know I, we know now that we have to talk to each other in a certain way and communicate better you know like there's just it's a constant yeah it's a constant uh, work in progress yeah you know? and if and if you're coming from i mean everybody brings 
crap from their last relationship. So if you're coming from having to communicate with somebody one way, like you saying, I don't want you to resent me later in life. So mm. I want you to do whatever you want to do mm. and be totally comfortable because you are your own woman and blah, blah, blah. I'm so used to there being a hidden agenda that I'm like, what do you mean sure. by that? That's one of my moods. And then I just had to realize, oh, you you don't work like that. Yeah. And And I need to let you know when I'm feeling that way. Sure. So you aren't like, where is this coming from? What I do? So there were there were a lot of things that I said, oh, I need to navigate that in myself and then come to you next day and be like, hey, sorry about that. Right. I reacted because of this. And and so everything in your everything else going on in your life, uh, it determines what your emotional needs are at home and with others. You know, yeah. so I mean, and I think there's been a fairly dramatic shift in in what your emotional needs are since your new job. Yeah, you know, I mean, what a, a, a that's really kind of changed everything. Um, and there's certain things. I mean, there's certain emotional emotional needs that you don't have as much anymore mm. you know because you just you have a whole different change in environment and different uh, yeah change in a change in what you're doing from day to day so There's not as much of a need for uh we, we have to i think we have to we're at a point now where we're probably going to have to do some some pretty heavy adapting because things are so different you know yeah it's calm <laughs> it is calm yeah. Which makes me nervous. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm so uneasy when it's so calm. Um, I'm, you know, we we got used to having to be like, what's like the craziest shit that happened? Because that's got to be like the personal stories. That's the, the salacious, mm. the fight, the drama. And I think now it's kind of fun to just go through with this Q&A. Taylor Jones says, play Would You Rather. I said, all right, what do you guys have as far as uh, Would You Rather questions? So these, we could just do okay. these rapid fire. Yeah. So who would you rather team up with, Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel? I'm going Captain Marvel. Is team up? What? Like you, if you had to, if you had to fight alongside one of those superheroes. Okay. Which one would you so pick? So based on their. I'm basing it on the recent Wonder Woman <laughs> you, versus the recent did, Captain Marvel. You did finger quotes, so I thought team up meant like in a in a in an intimate way. Um, no, I think like fight. Okay. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't think they mean that <laughs> in an intimate way for both of us. <laughs> All right, if you 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 answer it however you want to, Claire. I, I'm gonna say by, the, by judging fighting. by superpowers and fighting. I mean, uh, Captain Marvel has the most power. I mean, I she's, she she's got like the power of the universe or something. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sorry, Gal Gadot's arms are just—they're uh, not believable. Holding that sword, they're not believable. She Wonder has not lifted Wonder that Wonder Woman's sword. a badass, but I think Captain Marvel is one of those like uh, superheroes to end all superheroes. Okay, speaking of heroes, yeah. would you rather vomit on your hero or have your hero vomit on you? I almost had one of my heroes vomit on me. Mm -mm. I mean, he's not he's in comedy at all, but I just was really obsessed with Angie Aparo. Oh, okay. I think he's he's like such an anomaly. I remember when so we I met him. I remember when we met yeah. him. Uh, he was he had a lot of Jaeger, uh, right? We he, were drinking didn't with we him. take Jaeger shots with him? Mm -hmm. And then he wanted to do more, and I was like, I can't do that. But you are an anomaly, sir. <laughs> and he the, like a heck of a person. But um, I was I I didn't drink more Jaeger with yeah. him. Uh, because I thought I would throw up on him. And I did not want to throw up on someone I had so much right. respect for. I don't know who would, so I'm like, heroes? I guess I have to go comedy. So like Louis Black, Maria Bamford, mm. Kathleen Madigan, um, Dulce Sloan, any of them puking on me, that'd be fine.
It would be an honor. Oh, geez. Okay. I would I, not want to puke on, on my other, hero. I'm the other way. I don't want to be puked on. Um, even if they're my hero, <laughs> I don't want. <laughs> I want to be puked on. I mean, I would be that. I would be mortified if I if I had to throw up and accidentally threw up on somebody that I really respected. But I think it's still better than the other way around. Okay. Yeah. Emma Johnston Lynn said, "Would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button on your life?" Ooh, pause. Wait. Yeah, pause. Mm-hmm. No, my past sucks. <laughs> pauses. True pauses are good. Yeah. True pauses. Mm-hmm. Can we do fast forward? <laughs> oh, God, no. Don't see that. I know. I'm kidding. Yeah. I saw that movie click. It was real sad. What is off limits in your relationship? And I'm asking, I'm, I'm picking this one from Jeff uh, Brownell. Um, what is off limits in your relationship? Because I'm, I don't really know. I mean, we haven't. I mean, I guess ideally don't yeah. cheat. Yeah. But I mean, we if have. If you feel like you're gonna talk to me about it, <laughs> we have. See, that's what I'm saying. You, you know, like I, I know. Let's talk about it. Goes unspo- it goes It's kind of an unspoken <laughs> rule, like not to cheat on each other, and neither of us want to do that. Yeah. But, but also, you say things like that. Like, if you're going to, you should tell me about it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we've never discussed so, this. <laughs> we have discussed if we would be good at swinging or not. Yeah, we've had that conversation. Like, if if we were to be polyamorous or you know swingers or whatever, whatever the the right term is for it. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, I don't know. <laughs> if we were to to have an open relation, open marriage, yeah, would would we be able to hack it? And we ultimately determined that no, we it, it would that maybe the sex thing would be okay, but but having a um. A conversation with the people and, <laughs> and, having, <laughs> and and having them in our house afterwards and stuff you know like it, we, we we dread the social awkwardness of yeah. it more than the actual physical contact yeah like i'm gonna have to remember their birthday yeah <laughs> it's, it's a lot yeah. do we have to be friends <laughs> Like, you know, that episode in The Office when they're at the arcade place and Angela sneaks up on Dwight and he's just like, Jesus fucking Christ. That's what I feel like we would be in the house going, you're still here? I thought you left last night. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. So so I I can't say without uh, 100% what is off off limits. limits? Let's find something that we know is totally off limits. I mean, you can't feed me peanut butter. No. Because I'll die. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. None of that. None of that weird stuff in the bedroom. <laughs> no peanut butter in the bedroom. No, we- <laughs> no weird foods because no. you're allergic to so much. Yeah, we're not going to be like cracking snow crab legs in the bed, really spicing it up. In it doesn't bed. have to be involved with sex now. It's no, allergies. It's just a, it's al- just it's about the allergies, but I'm just trying to make it sensual. Okay, so like these are these are off limits in our relationship. Yeah. Is all the things you're allergic to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, off I think limits. that's it. <laughs> off limits. <laughs> No peanut butter. Yeah. And or then, shellfish. I don't know. I feel like uh, if I went and did some like hard drugs, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I would care if you did right. that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's a good one. No. Yeah. No hard drugs. <laughs> yeah. That goes unspoken too. I mean. <laughs> I don't know though. We've never done this. Good question, Jeff. Good question. No, that, this is going to be an ongoing conversation. Yeah. Oh, who's your hall pass celebrity hookup? Okay, I have... This is from... Ter- Teresa's got a few. I love it. Teresa Schillinger 
Gutiker. Thank you, I Teresa. hope I said that correctly because she's a top fan and I have seen her name so many times over the years and I, I've always tried to pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> aloud. It's a great name. And all three of them. Yeah. Um, I want to answer this because I feel like it's been just a matter of been a matter of time before I get asked this question with you with your job and radio and everything I <laughs> thought for sure this was going to be some kind of bit that I would have to answer and so I, om- I almost have this prepared like <laughs> I think that this game of picking celebrity people that you could that you could boink is ridiculous <laughs> good point <laughs> i think i think it's absolutely nothing more than a way to rub your partner's face in something that they you know like so you you so say gal gadot is on my list or uh-huh. whatever now what happens i try to look like her you try to look like <laughs> I her, look like I, her. I, it I, is all it all that is all this is is telling your partner to try harder and it's like I, it's it's a invisible pinterest board it's just a it's I a reality it's also pinterest a board. way for you to gloat about it when when wonder woman is on or something i could be vocal about how hot she is yeah. and how and how i would do that and that's not something that's going to make you feel great no and it's also something that's never going to happen yeah so, and my answer you know once you know once this person was out of their boy band phase my answer because you had to have something i couldn't i couldn't uh, be like this is dumb it's because then yeah. <laughs> you're negative <laughs> so i'm not gonna do that but i would say because this person reminded me of you and you got me a nightlight of his face and oh, when i okay. took it out of the box i thought you would put your face on a nightlight oh. and i said that i was like where did you get this made and you're like i bought it from that place down the road and i was like they made this of you, and you're like, yeah, because Harry Styles. I was it's, like, it's Harry fucking Styles. So I have a nightlight of Harry Styles now, but I literally thought it was you when I first took it out of the box, because I think you guys look similar. Like, yeah, he's you know a twenty something version, which is not, it's not far off, you guys. And I also, I just appreciate his style efforts. I guess he's not a great actor. We're finding out, but I appreciate what he does with his fashion choices, yeah. and I think that you make daring fashion choices and mm. you could be even more daring like david bowie i think that is uh something similar all you artists have yeah and i'm not wearing the the cat suit but you know yes. I, i'll rock some high-waisted pants and a, and a floral print it's you know, a good that's look cool. so uh, my celebrity hall pass is a is guy that a, a you guy think that, looks a lot like me that i already get to go home to Aww. you know is how i think of it um so i've never I have participated in that conversation, but I felt that was the best. Have you choice. ever, when we're so Davi, when we're, but I've, being, have I ever made you go to a concert? Let me ask no. this: When we're being intimate, Mm-mm. do you ever, when you're making love to me, <laughs> do you ever think about Harry Styles and how much he looks like me? <laughs> do you ever think no, about? Do you think I, about Harry Styles and? wish he was me no sometimes <laughs> sometimes when we're making love i wonder what you would look like in a floral pattern i'm sorry like i've never seen it you were a stripes guy we both know it we need to accept it but i'm like what if i got him a, you know a brown beige orange blue floral pattern mm-hmm. with a real big collar like 70s look and some high-waisted pants and would he wear that and what would that and then you know and then i just don't tell you bring it home i'll, and we, I, yeah, we'll I'll cuddle i'll put it on <laughs> I'll, and i'll bring home something for you to put on it's really it's really about the fashion so that's 
That's our hall passes, or you didn't have one. Well, you know, you, you, <laughs> you I'll said say, this is dumb. You know, since we're picking pop stars, Dua Lipa, you know, you know. You do like I don't Dua hate, Lipa. I don't hate looking at her. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, she's kind of in the same vein, like genre as Harry Styles. Yeah. Yeah. Too There's, young for us. <laughs> to start with, yeah. <laughs> Quit being weirdos, <laughs> creeps. Podcasting creeps. Do you have an all-time favorite lyric? That's another one from Teresa. She had a few. An all-time favorite lyric. I got one tattooed on my body, but I don't know if it's my favorite anymore. Yeah. Um, you look much better when you glow. Yeah. And it's a Sister Hazel song. <laughs> yes, Sister Hazel, the one-hit wonder yeah. all for you. Yeah. <laughs> they had another song. I think it's I called Strange time. Cup of Tea or something. It's like... Uh, and it's like you look much better. Look much better when you glow. That's awesome. And Shout out to so, Sister Hazel. Yeah, I got. When you told me that they were your favorite band, I was like, okay, cool. Because I really liked Fireflies, so I wanted yeah. Fireflies, but I also wanted song lyrics, so I got Fireflies and song lyrics, and it was my first tattoo ever. Yeah. And I don't even notice it anymore. Um, I used to think once upon a time you looked so fine, you threw the bumps of dime in your prime, didn't you? <laughs> This is Bob Dylan. People say, beware, dog, bound to call. You thought that they were all just kidding you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Rolling Stone. Ooh, another lyric that I used recently because I'm going to a bachelorette party and we had to send song lyrics to describe us. Mm -hmm. And I went with Elvis. Elvis. I never look for trouble, but I never ran. And I don't take no orders from no kind of man. Nice. That's you. Yeah. I like it. Oh, Melanie Tripp just says, Couples are some of my favorite podcasts. Can't wait to listen. And she loves the bonus episodes. And she can't wait to see what we have in store for spooky season. Oh, me neither. That's going to be really fun. Yeah. Uh, and we have a Halloween show yeah. at City Winery yep. on October 29th. 29th. And we're beginning rehearsals for that. And we have all of our helpers and actors confirmed and our musicians and... Guest performers. Uh, guest performers, like really, really awesome local musician that you guys are going to love is helping us out with a lot of this and lending all of her comedy and skill. And we're just going to have such a hubbub there at City Winery. Yeah. And it's two shows. 7 p.m. is almost sold out. Mm -hmm. So you're going to want to have some caffeine and come to the 10 p.m. Uh, if those if those tickets sell out fast for yeah. the first one but the, go the, the late show is moving too so yeah. i mean hurry up because those tickets are going fast yeah. and you only got another month music before comedy we and shenanigans as davi would say yeah all right hey. well cool thank you for the questions guys those were awesome and we'll do this again from time to time and yeah um, that was fun as we start getting more of a formula for the show which i feel like up until this point it's been very uh mysterious i have scattered little clues and I know how much people love mystery podcasts and murder uh -huh. mysteries and putting together uh, a story. I see what you're saying. And I feel like thus far we've given you a sprinkling of the tea. Yeah. Just a sprinkling of tea. Really? And yeah. I, I feel like we've dumped quite a bit of tea. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. You had a sprinkle. I spit some tea. You spit some tea for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like we haven't concentrated on it fully. Okay. We have given a sprinkling, and we are solving the mystery for people, and we're, it's all coming together nicely. And now we can get into the formula of the show, yeah. which is going to be really fun to discover with everybody. And it's a month old. Yeah. I'm so grateful. It's time to, time to move on to what the... Um, 
what the show is going to be about in 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 the long run. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we've we've you know been touching base and playing with that and figuring it out this whole time while we were launching all the the banked and hidden episodes. Well, this... we got one of the most talented chicks in the world behind the mic right here, so oh, I don't think it'll be hard. Thanks a lot. Yeah. I pay you to say that. I pay no one. <laughs> no one is being paid. I'm going to be honest about that. Yeah. We're not making any money right now. Your support this means is... the, it means a whole lot to us right now. Those that aren't on the Glow FM fan club, that is what's keeping everything afloat, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, and we can explain the Glow FM fan club because you have on Instagram a few times, but there's a lot of members-only content, a lot of exclusive content that they're getting, merchandise that they have more access to. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping at some point there's also going to be these live parties Mm -hmm. and live performances that you can be a part of and being in the Glow FM fan club and being a member uh, month to month is, or you can get a yearly, whatever, um, that's what keeps you in the drawing for those kind of live performances. You're going to have access to all kinds of exclusive content because we're constantly recording and some stuff goes to everybody. Sometimes it's special for you. So that's what that is. And we appreciate everybody that's contributed to that. to make, it, make you special. Yeah. We, we are having a real blast being able to communicate more closely and authentically with the people yeah. that are really listening and really care about the product and so far everybody's really happy they're caffeinated with the tea that we have served and they're also happy with you know when we decide not to focus on that and we just talk about dildo houses so yeah. it seems like people are appreciating the balance and i'm really excited for what this is growing into and again we are a little month old infant baby mm-hmm. um so i appreciate you guys being patient with us right throughout this We're process our sea legs yeah Yar. like i think we had we had big ideas to like go to belize for our anniversary this year but yeah. had to cancel that uh when i lost my job and instead we decided to launch a podcast and we did it so quickly we got it together. um we got it together really quickly and then our anniversary snuck up on us so we decided mm-hmm crack the mic and cheers yeah do a QA and a with you guys happy anniversary babe happy anniversary happy anniversary Kremlins yes happy one month anniversary Kremlins and we can't wait for this continued adventure with you bye bye <laughs> next week on Dobby the Scapegoat anything yes anything that will help me function to the point where people when I walk outside they're not like freak (laughs) i'm like i'll do it if i grow a fist on my forehead i don't give a fuck as long as i don't have to panic in the car for no reason how many times can you spill your iced coffee in the car on yourself and be like god damn it i'm a failure and then you call your mom and you're crying in like a burger king parking lot and you're like someone come get me i can't drive i don't think i want to be here anymore yeah you know what i mean you mean at burger king on earth don't forget to give davi the scapegoat a five star rating wherever you listen to your podcast i could really use the encouragement the man be up think twice before you try to even pass